anyways, long story short, she was like, I think, I don't know that I have to use the bathroom anymore. No, she, and she did fucking not. Had- <laughs> Hey beautiful humans, welcome back to Bedtime Thoughts, a podcast where we discuss black and queer issues that keep us up at night. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Juliet. And my dear, how are you doing today? <laughs> today I am. <laughs> I actually, I'm like mentally exhausted today. Um, we had virtual recruiting. Mm. and um, a Fun time. You know, it was just, like, it was a lot, like, talking to people, like, back-to-back like that. It was, I was, my brain is, like, dead. And then I realized that, wow, I have two very important meetings tomorrow that I did not prepare for because I was virtually recruiting all day. Ooh, fun. So I stayed late (laughs) at work. Oh, but you prepared for them, though. Kind of. Not really. I'm going to have to wake up early tomorrow and do some more work, but... Mm. It'd be like that in these streets. That's okay. It works out for both of us because I need you to wake me up. So then it's going to be great. Boom. Yeah. You're going to be up at six o'clock in the morning. In the morning. What's that yeah, song? So I don't know. Honestly, I only have one song stuck in my head right now. <laughs> and I really wish someone would just like reach inside my brain and pull it out. <laughs> Can you share with us that song, Juliet? What is no. this song? <laughs> Brandy Lamborghini, fuck a cop car. With the pistol in my hip, like I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. for real, for real. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? Um, I'm all right. Um, mm, yeah, I'm okay. I had to think about it. What's going on? <laughs> well, today was weird because I spent a lot more time at my nanny job than I thought I was going to. I was just like hanging out. And then I left, and then I was, like, driving around aimlessly, and I didn't get home until, like, 1 o'clock, and then I was, like, really hot and tired for some reason, and I've just been, like, really tired all week, you know? So I was, like, I ate four eggs this morning, so there's no reason for me to be hungry right now, right? It has to be something else. So I proceeded to just, like, mope around. I didn't start working until, like, 2, and, um... And it turns out I was really hangry. And after I ate a turkey burger, I felt a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy for you. So. Is that the news you called me during work? Oh. Tell me. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, So I went to the bank this morning. And outside of the bank, like, Coming out of the bank, there's a a barrier, right, in between the lanes. And so I went in the middle to, like, try to turn on the other, on the opposite road. And I didn't see this guy driving a lawnmower, like, on the road, opposite of me so like I got into the middle and he started to like come into the road and like I didn't see him and I was like oh shit I'm sorry like he looked at me like we we exchanged glances and he was like no you're fine like everything's cool this guy looks about 60 he's like 55 60 year old big black guy and I have my windows down because I'm trying to see traffic 
and he yells out to me in the middle of the road, busy road, I'm on A1A, busy ass road, he yells out to me, you're very beautiful. And I was like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So I proceed to, you know, look at the road, try to figure out when I'm going to get the fuck out of there. And he's like, so what's your name? We're in the middle of A1A, y'all. Like we're what? we're in the barrier. We're in the turning lane of A1A. And he says, So what's your name? And I was like, um, what do I do? So I was like, I'm never gonna see him again, right? So I tell him my name is Alyssa, and he goes, Oh, my name is I think his name was John or Mike or some shit like that. Very different names, but okay. <clears throat> you know, just like your basic like your basic okay. common names. I don't remember. He obviously wasn't that memorable. But obviously. He goes, what's your name? And everything. And I don't remember what he says. But I go, I'm really young. <laughs> and he's like, what? I was like, I'm, I'm just really young. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. No, I really appreciate you saying that because a lot of people don't say that. And I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. Bye. Oh and at God. that point, there was a break in the traffic, and I skedaddled. But it was skr, so, skr. it was so awkward because there's like cars behind me, there's cars in front of me, like trying to turn in the opposite on the opposite road, and then there's like all of these cars around us, like zooming past, and this homeboy's on a lawnmower trying to pick me up, and I'm like, and he's yeah. like sixty. I'm like, home boy, how old do I look? Yikes. How old do I look for real? Like Yikes. I was looking toe up. Toe up. I mean, maybe that's the look he likes. That's his aesthetic. I mean, a little, a little grunge aesthetic. Something like girl. <laughs> I was looking quite grungy. It, it's got to be. I don't know. The brown skin, the eyes. I don't know. It's usually the eyes. But everything else was. It's everything. Everything else was not it today. And he was just like, "What's your name? So what do you do?" Girl, you was cute twenty four seven. Don't play. Okay. No, why are you lying to me? So that was we're not my gonna, news. We're not, <laughs> we're not going to entertain that. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that cool. happened to me in the middle of the street. Um, definitely a first. That sounds like a very unpleasant experience, and that's why I don't drive with my windows down. I only drive with my windows down, and that's where I, that's where I fuck up. Yeah. 90% yeah, of the can't time. Can't be having no people come to my window. Yeah, he was. Because I would have rolled that shit right up while he walked up. <laughs> No, he didn't walk As up. As he the- was scooting over in his lawnmower, the window would have gone right up. It would have been going up. <laughs> and I felt, I almost felt obligated to talk to him because I almost killed him with my car, you know? Um, but he was, he was like in his lawnmower yelling at me, like not yelling at me, but shouting at me across, across lanes. So it was a good time. It's a hard no for me. You're a good person. You know, I so yeah that was my morning that's how it started this is a great way to start your morning Mm -hmm. all right so real confidence booster (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i just told a whole story so i'm gonna let you do your victory what is your victory for this week juliet (laughs) (laughs) wow okay my victory for this week is that well, 
I've had another productive week. Yay, me. <laughs> Go, Juliet. <laughs> and, um, I mean, honestly, I think that, I don't know if it's, like, a victory so much as just, like, a good thing is that I feel like I'm just feeling more and more like myself, like, every week. Yeah. You know? And, and it's just, it's nice because I'm that bitch. You are that bitch. Been that bitch. Still that bitch. (laughs) Will forever be that bitch. Damn right. Don't you ever forget it. So what are your victories? That's it? That's the end? Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to... You don't like my victories? You're making up with something else? Nah, bruh. I love your victory. That was beautiful. I just don't believe that. Way to feel like Juliet. I'm so proud of you. That sounds really sarcastic, but I am really proud of you. Wow. I am. I'm super She's proud like, I know your mental health has been shit. Oh, my but... God. <laughs> Shout out to your mental health being less shit. Don't skew my words. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My victory for this week is... So, my birthday is coming up. My birthday's on Sunday. Whoop, whoop. Or, so it was Sunday by the time this episode is released. Um, whoop, whoop. And my mom, always something about my mom, right? Um, my mom has been sending me Amazon packages as a truce type of thing, I think. But she says <laughs> that, <laughs> but she says that they're like mini gifts for my birthday, which is also possible, I guess. Um, but she was like, you know, these aren't your real gifts and I want to get you something, you know, better. I just don't know what to get you. So let me know what you want. And I'm the type of person who doesn't like to tell people what I want. I want people to know what I want. And I understand that that's not really plausible all the time. Um, especially, especially when I don't really talk to people a lot. Like my mom obviously doesn't know what I like or what I want or what I need. Um, So she can't possibly know what I want or what I need. So she asked me what I want. And so I actually sent her a list for the first time of things that I wanted. Like a very long, very long list, like of just household things, mostly kitchen stuff. And um, I even sent her a couple links for Amazon to make it easy for her. Right. Because bitch wants some shit for her birthday. And um, she sends me back. She asked me for the list, and then she sends me, I'm just going to send you some money and you can pick what you want. And um, I like I like gifts. I like tangible things. I'm, I don't like gift cards or money. I mean, I like those things, but I would prefer a gift. It makes me feel like you know me, you're thinking about me. So she's like, I'm just going to send you some money and you can just pick what you want off of this list. And I was like, I was going to let it go, but I'm working on this thing where I, like, say what I mean. So I was like, um, I would really appreciate, I appreciate you giving me the option of sending me money, but I would value it more if you picked a gift from this list and sent it to me. Oh. Yeah. And, and I, I, I feel like I chose my words very carefully in this situation. And like, I really thought about how I wanted to say it you know, acknowledging that she wants to do something for me, but, like, it's not the way that I need to feel loved. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I framed it very well for this, like, 
particular situation and then she was like okay I'll send you the tracking information and that was it that's awesome I love that like I was actually talking to my therapist about that because like I realize um that like that idea is like something that like bothers me it's like when people are like you should just know mm-hmm. and like I was talking to my therapist about it and and she was like you can know a person and she was like but she's like she has couples come in all the time who you know would say that she would say they know each other like the back of their hands you know mm-hmm. they know each other very well and they still get upset because the person got like the wrong gift for them yeah and she was just like no matter how well you know someone like people aren't mind readers right and like that communication is so important and it's something like I've been thinking about because I do think that um like in so many aspects we for whatever reason don't want to say it maybe because we feel like they should know maybe we feel like it's easier but I think like you shouldn't have to ask for what you want yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and I think that it's it's growth when you realize that it doesn't have to be like that, you know? Yeah. It's hard for me, too, because my love language is gift-giving. Mm-hmm. So I, I enjoy giving people gifts and, like, not asking them what they want and kind of just surprising them because mm-hmm. it's, like, for me, it's like, I know you well enough to know that this is something that you're going to value. Maybe it's not something that you were thinking about, like, that you wanted that was on your, like, wish list. But it's something that I'm, that I realize that you will appreciate because mm-hmm. I know you well enough. And I think I expect that from the people around me. And I've grown to realize that not everybody's love language is gift giving and not everybody thinks the way that I do. So... Instead of expecting that from other people, I'm trying to just do it from myself instead of expect it from everybody else. Yeah. I think there's, like, a healthy balance of both, though. Like, because I think that, um, I think sometimes, like, and this is just, like, being devil's advocate or just playing the other side, but I think sometimes, like, we think we know someone well. And we get them these things and it's not something that they wanted or something that they would have ever like bought or used or anything like that. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think it like kind of goes like both ways. I think it's a healthy balance of both. And I think that like if you're going to like, you know, like you want that and you expect that, I think you also have to accept that like it's going to come with an element of like the unknown of something that you may like, you may not like. Or if you're giving someone a gift, you have to understand that it will come with something that this person may not like or have thought was useful. Yeah. So I think it's like a, it's a little bit of both and I think it's about like setting healthy expectations with the people around you all the time. Yes. Yeah. And that that is what I'm also working on is expectations because you know, I thrive off of reaction. Like I thrive mm-hmm. off of people being excited for what I give them or like being really happy and when I don't receive that I'm upset, even if it's something that they like, you know, or if it's something that they wanted and needed and they don't Mm -hmm. give me that reaction that I'm expecting, then I'm upset. But I'm working on realistic expectations. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was my victory this week or today, actually. It's a good victory for today. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Doing a lot of hard work. I'm proud of you. Thank you. So, shall we get into what is keeping us up in these motherfucking astrological sheets? Yes, under these motherfucking stars. <laughs> under the stars. <laughs> and shit. Okay, so this week we're talking about astrologies. And, like, why why are gays so into astrology? Why you do know? we levitate towards the astrologies? Like, an astrological thought, if you will. Ooh. You didn't That's have nice. to hit him with that. But I, I did. I love it. I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, getting into astrology. So, I guess the first question would be, do you agree that, like, gays are super into astrology? I think, like many things, that's a pretty blanket, generalized situation. I think that a lot of gays are into astrology. I'm not going to say all the gays, but a lot of the gays that I know are very astrological. So... I would say yeah. for the majority, yes. They do I just tend like to levitate. Levitate? Levitate? I feel like you mean gravitate. No, I mean levitate. You mean like float? Yeah, towards something. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you can gravitate also if you want to use that word. I just don't think that levitate is though. No, I know. Word. Yeah, I definitely fucked that up. I was just trying to play it off. Oh, right. Sorry. I should have fucking let you have it. Yeah. You, oh, can, you should have, asshole. but you're an asshole, so it's... It's because I'm a Gemini. Yeah, and you really play into it. You really do. Yeah. You're a true Gemini. Um, I just feel like, though, like, when I go to queer spaces, you can't go so long without people being like... So what's your sign? <laughs> do you know, like, what time you were born? I'm trying to figure out your birth chart. Bitch. Um... You know, I once thought that I was, like, an Aries girl, but I oh, dated no. an Aries once. Oh, my and, God. And, like, maybe not. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Ooh, chow. I'm just saying, like, that's how, like, when you go to, like, these, like, queer events, like, that's what happens. Like, I feel like there's just, like, everything is related to, like, like, I like, um, yeah, you know, I really like cookie dough ice cream. Are you a Gemini? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think I feel like you, everything needs a reason. I think that everybody wants to just have a reason for things. Makes people feel better. I think like it's valid, you know. So I guess like is that why you think that as a community we're so into astrology? I think that as a community, um, we just need something to believe in. Is what I think. I think that it makes us feel better to have something to believe in that is not necessarily just for us, but makes sense to us in a way that mm. maybe religion doesn't, like in a way that maybe Christianity doesn't because, you know, some Christians are like anti-gay or whatever, you know, that whole thing. But I feel like astrology gives people something to believe in. I can agree with that. I think when you have a group of people who not just Christianity, but other religions that don't accept their queerness. Yeah. You know, and when you've been raised in a certain religion, you want that sense of something that's greater than you, that's mm -hmm. bigger than you. Mm -hmm. And 
astrology is that without the god aspect of it without the like organized like rules of it you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. it is something that we can take and we can interpret with no consequence yeah. you know and um and also like and it and it's a fun thing to do and it puts people on the same playing field. So, like, when you go to a queer space and people are like, oh, I'm a Gemini and I'm a Libra and I'm an Aries. Like, I honestly, I'm not even going to lie. I really still don't know what all the signs personalities are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah fuck, I love Libras. We're compatible. <laughs> you you know? do love Libras, so you don't even have to lie on that one. Um, I mean, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Because I'm a Libra. But I think that, like, us having almost these labels, just like our labels conversation, right? Labels make us comfortable. They make us feel like we are in a group, like we have a community. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like when we have these um, sections, pockets, whatever, of, of signs like Libra, I can relate to a Libra because, oh, I'm a very indecisive person. I like balance. I like this. I like that. That makes sense that I would be a Libra. And now I have this. Now I have a reason why I'm these things. I have a reason Mm -hmm. why I behave this way. You know, it's almost like, I don't want to say it's a scapegoat, but it's, you know, like it's tangible evidence in quotes, lack of better words that Mm -hmm. you behave certain ways so yeah and I think that a little I think that to take it a little bit further too I think we navigate through a world where people want us to consistently explain our queerness they want to understand why they want to understand how we got here they want to know how we know you know we're always being asked for an explanation to something Mm -hmm. and and for a lot of us, we are just queer. There is no rhyme or reason behind it. Mm-hmm. It just is. But I think when you've been socialized and conditioned to always need a reason for something, like, we tend to, like, gravitate towards things that give us reasons. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily that astrology gives us reason for our queerness, but it can give us a reason for, you know, Mannerisms. maybe... Yeah, mannerisms or the way that we act or Mm -hmm. the kind of queer that we are, you know, and, and it, it kind of like helps us like maybe like sort through things on our own Mm -hmm. in the same way, like you said earlier, in the same way that religion would help other people, astrology helps us and it gives us like a sense of comfort. Yes. I think that's exactly what it does, is it gives us a sense of comfort. So, Juliet, you're a Gemini. I am. What kind of Gemini are you? The baddest Gemini. <laughs> the baddest bitch. Um, what, kind, what kind of Gemini am I? What does that mean? I don't know. I, I know that you say a lot, like, you're, you're like, a true Gemini. But what does I'm that mean? I'm a true mean? Gemini. What does that mean? I don't know. That's just what I've been told. So you're like, just regurgitating... Essentially, I don't know. Honestly, I'm a, I'm a bad queer. <laughs> I was just gonna say. So am I though. Like, because I don't, I don't know much. I know that people say that Gemini has like 
a like very like loving and like calm side but LOL. also can just like lose their shit really quickly did you know that my mom is a gemini that does not make me feel better <laughs> honestly i feel like i feel like people give gemini's a lot of shit and i feel like gemini is probably the most like hated on sign honestly i would agree and i think that like a part of like a part of that is like why I embrace it so much <laughs> is because people are like, oh shit, you're a Gemini. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm a Gemini. Yeah, I'm the baddest motherfucker there is. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm a Gemini. And people will be like, oh, like when you, when people, when I go to queer spaces and people ask me what my sign is, like sometimes I'm like really hesitant because one time when we were at Southern, mm-hmm. I was waiting in line to like use the bathroom. And just making conversation, this girl do. next to me was like, oh, my gosh, so, like, what's your sign? And I was like, oh, I'm a Gemini. And she was like, oh. And I was like, You just, oh. like, crushed her dreams. <laughs> and she was like, I just thought that, like, we would be more compatible. And I was like, oh, no. what does my Zodiac sign have to do with compatibility? Also, like, we didn't even think that that's where this was going. Oh, no. It was just so awkward. Why didn't you and, think um, that, first of all, you were at Southern? a gay bar lesbian on saturday nights so anybody anybody in there is trying to fuck you and then second of all like that's the reason people ask for your sign is for compatibility yeah and like friendships and stuff Mm -hmm. but like you're so anyways long story short she was like i think i don't know that i have to use the bathroom anymore no she she did not It was really awkward. And then this gay this gay guy, like wow. he was also in line. You he was like, Well me. bitch, a step closer. <laughs> I was like No. It was just really awkward. You. It was just so awkward and I was like, Why do y'all hate us? So yeah. I feel like we we introduced ourselves. It's so interesting too because when we introduce our podcast our first pictures included our our signs. Wow, we are those queers. We are those motherfucking queers. And I feel like our we are so super like our understanding of astrology is so superficial. Like we don't really go hard into it. I don't know my moon sign. Do you know your moon sign? I think Gemini. You're you're a double Gemini? I don't know, but I don't know what that means. But I that used seems to have like co-star. it might be bad. And I'm pretty sure it was Gemini on there twice. Yeah. I, I don't know like... if that's possible. I could be wrong. Ooh, child. Well, somebody's going to let you know. Somebody um... just DM me if I'm wrong, if that's, like, not possible. <laughs> no, if you could just put it in the comments for everybody. Actually, leave a review. <laughs> um, <laughs> let us know on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, please. Right. Um, right, right. Okay. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so, so that's how we introduced ourselves. So why did we do that? Why did we feel the need... To do that, I don't mm. know. Not being <laughs> astrological, <laughs> like not being astrology thoughts. Why did we do that? I feel like when I made my bio, I was like, people will relate to this, and people. I feel like maybe people see Gemini's as fun, so like I'm fun. You are fun. Gemini's are fun. Thank you. Um, yeah. So why did we do that? I don't know. Maybe so that people could relate I maybe I think so now that I'm thinking about it because I really didn't think about this before 
this this conversation right here. Like I didn't think about this before this are recording it, but I think maybe we did it to introduce ourselves in less words, you know? Like Oh. I'm a Libra, so you know what Libras you know what type of person a Libra is based on astrology. So now you know what type of person I am, and I didn't have to say so many words. I just had to say that I'm a Libra and do with that as you will, is, which is exactly what I said. That is... What do you think? Actually, a really good point. Thank you. I like that. You know, I think you when you talk about compatibility, like, obviously, that girl is, like, not hella compatible with Gemini's. Obviously. But she's had her... <laughs> she's had her her stint with Gemini. I was just like a walking red flag great. for her. It but was. like in so many words, I told her everything she needed to know about me. Yes. You know, and maybe like with queer dating, it's like, I don't want to waste my time. I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't want to waste my time. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to waste my time. So you just tell me your sign and you're, give me your birth chart or whatever. I am like living for the day someone asked me for my birth chart because they're going to be like shook. They're going to be like, you don't know your birthday. And then they're going to be even pressed to know that like my birth certificate is lost. Oh no. <laughs> oh, is it? So, like no one is getting my, uh, my charts. You don't know the time of day you were born. I know that I was born like in the middle of the day and my mom used to tell me how the hospital ac was broken Mm, she was hot as fuck um she birthed during hell she birthed a baby in hell this is why my throne is waiting for me there it makes sense yeah yeah in the middle of the summer Mm -hmm. come into the leave the earth as you came into it if only i was born on uh (laughs) fuck you (laughs) If only I was born on June 6th. My mom actually told me that she was, like, super afraid that I was going to be born on, like, June 6th. It was, like, June 6th, 1996. Ooh, fun. So she super held me in for a few she more She held days. you in? I... <laughs> oh, my God. Just to be safe. Oh, no. But I was, like, I could have been born on a Friday the 13th, so, like, what's... Yeah, that's true. But you were I wasn't, though. I was born on, like, a Wednesday, I think. I was born on a Wednesday, too. Definitely not a Wednesday then. Hmm. Why did you say it like that? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Okay, so going back to our conversation about, like, the, um, I guess, the the narrative that people create based on our signs, do you think that that can can also be, like, a hindrance to communication? Like, people are already making decisions about you based on one word a hundred percent a hundred percent I think it's the same thing with any label that you give someone or someone gives themselves is that like you can definitely get lost and trapped in that Mm -hmm. you know like and you can wrap up someone's entire identity and in the stars you know literally like (laughs) it's something that's not really tangible but we make it tangible Mm -hmm. and you know, like, we base a lot of things off of that. Yeah. And I do think that it hinders how you can, like, get to know someone. And it creates a bias. Yes. Towards someone. And it's a bias that I don't think is 
necessarily out of malice, mm-hmm. you know, but it comes with the idea that we think we know more than we do. Right. Um, and I think also zodiac signs, like things like that, sometimes I think are a way for us to ignore our traumas and give the reasons why we behave the way we behave another reason. Like yeah. we we give it another title. It's you an know? escape. It's an escape and so, mechanism. Yeah, and that also adds to the bias of it because then we think like, well, I'm on this sign and this is how I behave, so all other signs must behave like that, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's true. And then, but also like you remove the responsibility from it because like when you were born, it's not your fault. That's not up mm-hmm. to you, but... If you're basing all of these traits on on your sign, then your behaviors are not your fault. They're not your responsibility. It's just who you mm-hmm. are. It's just who you are based on your sign, you know? Exactly. It it definitely takes away the responsibility and it definitely it takes away the accountability. Mm-hmm. Not just for yourself, but for other people. Yeah. Right? Because if I'm an asshole and I'm like you know, happy, and then I'm screaming at you all the time. People are like, "Oh, she was just a Gemini." Yeah, she's no just one's doing Gemini me. things. Yeah, no one's holding me accountable, right, for that. And in some ways, like our behaviors need to be held accountable. Like, no, it's not that Mars is in retrograde; it's that you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> that part. I think it's something that like propels us to do and say things that like maybe we wouldn't have said or done otherwise mm-hmm. because we can blame it on something external yes and like i said earlier it's a it's a scapegoat yeah you know? yeah i think that's the same like way i feel when people i said mars is in retrograde because i feel like it always fucking is like it's the same way i feel about that when people are like mars is in retrograde so don't make any like bad decisions or mm-hmm. make very careful financial decisions and it's like okay yeah. You know, but like, were you going to make this decision before? Had you planned it? Had you thought it out? Like, what are the other risk factors besides like the stars? And yeah. not that there isn't, there could be validity behind it, but how much? Yeah. You know, as it's hard to like, it's hard to believe in something like this just with the lack of science. You know, it's hard to believe anything higher than us the lack of mm. science, religion, or otherwise, you know. Um, but it's so interesting that um, some of these traits, I wonder if these traits, we take these traits on because we know oh. we're Libras or we're Geminis or whatever sign we are, or mm-hmm. if they are truly, like, how we would act, even if we didn't know that that's how we're related to our signs. You know what I mean? Like, if it's a confirmation bias. If it's, yeah, if it's chicken, if the chicken is before the egg or vice versa, which came first, chicken or the yeah. egg, that thing. You I think it's also, like, when people tell you that you're a certain way, you tend to, like, look for those things in yourself, you know? Yeah. So, like, if someone is, like, oh, Libras are very balanced, you know, you're going to look for all the instances where you've been a balanced person and you'll tend to not look at the instances where you haven't been balanced, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and we do that in so many situations and we look for things that's going to like confirm that, that behavior, those actions. Yeah. And I think we forget that 
maybe you're not as balanced as you think you are. You're just only thinking about the balanced moments in your life. True. But I also feel like that, but I also feel like it affects our mood. Like, if I'm not balanced, then I'm upset that I'm, like, I'm, I feel off because I'm not balanced. And is that mm. because I'm, I think I'm supposed to be balanced as a Libra? Or is that because something else, you know? Or because I'm just tired, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that it is a lot of question of, like, what came first. Yeah. And I think, like, for me at least, when I think about it, people have been commenting on the fact that I'm a Gemini for such a long time. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's sad because I'm like, I really still don't know the traits that I'm supposed to possess. I should this, Google that real yeah, quick. Yeah, this whole time you didn't. Let's Google it. And let's see if I can find myself in it. Gemini personality traits. Okay. So a Gemini is supposed to be adaptable, outgoing, intelligent, indecisive, impulsive, unreliable, and nosy. Yeah, that makes Interesting. sense. All of those yeah. are pretty on brand. I don't really think that's super on brand. Mm. I mean, I'm adaptable. I'm outgoing. I'm intelligent. I don't think I'm an unreliable person. And I'm definitely not an imp- impulsive person. Okay. But I am indecisive. And I am kind of nosy. So if y'all just want to spill some tea to me, just let... I'm here. I'll drink it. Ucha. <laughs> um, but those are also really vague. Like, those can really apply to really anyone. Vague. Like, I could be a Gemini based yes. on those personality traits. That's very true. You know? And that's the other thing is that maybe it's so easy for us to relate to because it's so vague. Because it is vague. You see what you want to see. It's like a mm-hmm. fortune cookie. Yeah. You got it's what like you want. You out will of it. run into someone great tomorrow. And then you run into your mom. No, that was a bad example. Yeah, no. What the fuck are you talking about? You run into your best friend. <laughs> yeah, that's someone great. Wow. Y'all should see the face <laughs> she's making. Anybody want a best friend? Best friend for sale. <laughs> going once, going twice. Okay, so to the Instagram up. algorithm. <laughs> no. Not to the Instagram <laughs> algorithm. <laughs> I hate you for that. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. Yeah, they're super vague. Even, like, when you listen to, like, horoscopes. Mm -hmm. Like, I play a game with myself. Do you? I play with myself. You play Um, with yourself? No. I thought we talked about this. Can we cut that? (laughs) No. I do this thing where, like, at night, I'll listen to, like, the Gemini horoscope, Mm -hmm. and I'll, like compare the horoscope to my day so one day it was like you will have um after your day though after my day is over Mm -hmm. yeah and I'm like getting ready for bed Mm -hmm. and this one time it was like you'll have great fortune and love and you will find um you'll find the person of your dreams today and like this was like it was around the time that I had driven back from Nashville Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't even really talk to Kayla today. Or like the other day I was listening to one and it was like, you'll have like great financial something, something or another. And like literally that was the day that I was like, oh, shit, I forgot to pay my rent. So, <laughs> but I think like, but if I started my day, maybe I would have remembered to pay my rent. Yeah. And it- I would have been like, wow, look at my budget. It's so balanced. Yeah, because you 
like this it's planted this idea in you that you want to upkeep and mm-hmm. and I think maybe that's also the point maybe that's part of it maybe it's not just like I don't I don't think horoscopes are really a fortune teller I think they're just you know they help us create our own reality. Yes, yes, yes. But also what is really interesting, a game that I play, is I listen to several horoscopes. I don't just listen to Libra. I listen to whatever else comes on next. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, they're the fucking same. No, yeah. they're not. They're, like, there's, on Spotify, they have, like, Libra, like, Libra Today or Horoscope Today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes I'll listen to that. And I remember one time I listened to, they have, like, sections. So it's, like, the first one is, like, I don't remember, general. And then the next one is, like, relationships. And then the last one is, like, professional or career or whatever. And the first one, it was the literal same for the the two that I listened to. The exact same. That's wild. Yeah. So it's a it's a fucking business, you know? And people people take advantage of marginalized groups, like, LGBTQ communities because we we want to like gravitate towards something that makes sense and that we can believe in um mm-hmm. and that we can like relate to. And so people yeah. I feel like people take advantage of that of those wants and those needs and they capitalize off of it. But I don't think that it's any different from any other religion. I don't think so I- either. I think it's very similar to other religions or other belief systems, not even necessarily religion, but just something like a belief system, a lifestyle, like people are going to capitalize off of it. And because they know that people are going to find their identities in that. Yeah. And when people have something that they find their identity in, it's very easy to capitalize off of it. It's very easy Easy to to like, exactly. It's easy to sell because you, half your work's already done. Yeah, so that's They're all. already in, yeah. you know? The only like, thing you have to do is keep them there. Exactly. Like, Lifeway, the Christian store, that shit sells. People go and buy shit from there. Thinking spiritual shops, you got crystals. Mm-hmm. People are really You have, like, now. so many things, like, that yeah. we can, like, lose ourselves in. But I guess the other question is, is there harm in that? I don't think so. Well, I think to a certain extent, you know, I think that it's, I think that it is um, important to have something to believe in and to like have something to um, like work towards and have something to, you know, something to believe in um, Mm -hmm. when it doesn't harm you. But when it gets to a point where you're doing things outside of safety and like doing things I'm thinking of a specific person, and I really don't want to use that example, but when you're doing things to, like, put yourself in harm and um, based on these beliefs, then I think it's a problem. And that's true for a lot of religions. It's Mm -hmm. not just um, astrology and spirituality. I think it just goes into, like, people already have certain traits and certain aspects and I think that in a lot of cases whether it's horoscopes or spirituality or Christianity or religion if they are going to like 
go to the extreme in one, they're going to go to the extreme in others. Yeah. And I think it has to do with their personality types. It has to do with the way that they were brought up and how they were raised and what they believe and how quickly they lose themselves in certain identities or find themselves in certain identities. And so for horoscopes specifically and for, you know, zodiac signs and astrology, I don't necessarily think that there is harm in it Mm -hmm. because, you know, there's no rules to abide by. You know, there's no certain thing that you have to follow. There's no right or wrong way to be into astrology. Yeah. You know? Um, But I do think that someone could find a way to make it destructive, but I feel like it's a lot less likely and it has to do with if that person would find, like, destructive patterns in other things that they do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I see what you're saying. I don't know if it's a lot less likely. I think that it's, like, equally as likely um, as, like, other religions to find those destructive paths. Um, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Why do you think it's less like, Or why do you think it's equally as likely? Um, I, I just think that... Um, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, if you're going to be destructive about something, then you're going to be destructive about it. Like like you said, but I don't think... I guess it's, like, expo- like the amount of exposure. Like, the amount of people who are exposed to astrology as opposed to, like, Christianity. Like, you have a lot more people in Christianity than you have in people who, ha- who like, believe in astrology and spirituality and stuff. So I guess it's, like, more of, like, a rational like a fractional situation, a ratio situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like a per capita thing. Yeah. But I think, like, I guess when I think about certain religions, I think about, like, the principles that they have in place Mm -hmm. and, like, that really feed these negative ideas in terms of, like, hurting other people or, you know, the mental anguish it causes someone you know and with astrology like there is none of that there's no guidebook there's no lines to be like this is how you need to be and this is how you have to have I think it's a very much like fill in the blanks type of belief system yeah and you fill in the blanks with your biases but I don't think that like you're being influenced by like text or the idea of like being a certain way for a certain deity you're right yeah i in that aspect i agree with you 1000 percent. and i definitely think it depends on the person and what they decide to get from it and what mm-hmm. they decide to like read into it because i know that there are dis- there can be destructive patterns in astrology but i like you said i don't think that it's based on written text or anything Mm-hmm. And I also, but I also think that um, astrology can be dangerous because there is no, there's also no structure. Like you can, you can make up what you want about it. You can put it out there in the world. Somebody else will find it, and then they will. Then it kind of just evolves from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think everything, because to me it sounds like that's evolving into a cult. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I I agree with you that it it can, but 
I think everything we do and say has the ability to like turn into a cult-like thing or have a cult-like following. Yeah. You know, like um, I listen to a lot of things about cults because do I just you? think I think they're interesting. Like, really, I think I think they're interesting. I think the reason why people join cults and when you listen to like cult survivors when you listen to why they joined it and just all of those things is just very interesting to me um and how cults start off you know Mm -hmm. you look at um you know like you look at cults that were very free and we're gonna be open sexually and we're gonna get this you know communal system and the center and we're gonna be together and we're gonna build stuff and Mm -hmm. and then it quickly turns into like this very extreme thing and i guess manson that but that's (laughs) actually not the one that i was thinking of oh because that's the only (laughs) one that i can think of yeah that's in that sense not not necessarily that they turn like murdery or anything okay because that's the vibe i was getting but and i I think like that's the thing is that they are not all like that but they are like manipulative and and there are people who can take advantage of people who are very deep into something but in the same breath a lot of times like when you look at things that are that deep it's not logic that got them there and so it's going to be very hard to use logic to get them out of that. Mm. And sometimes that's not what people want, you know? Yeah. So I think it, it depends on, like, what people are looking for when they go into things like astrology, you know? Is it, like, a queer thing where they're just like, I just want I just want more information about you in some sort of way? You know, mm-hmm. I want to make a decision in so many words. Or is it I'm looking to, like find something I'm soul searching in this and like what am I going to get out of it mm-hmm. and that doesn't have to necessarily lead to a bad thing you know yeah but I think where people end up in the levels of this it highly depends on what they're looking for what they're seeking yeah a thousand percent it's yeah. so interesting that you like are into cults not into cults but into learning about cults because yeah. I'm very into learning about genocide. Really? And, yeah. And, um, like, asylums. Um, specifically the Holocaust. Like, I never knew that about you, that you yeah. like learning about cults. Look at us. We're Look learning us. things about each other. <laughs> yeah. I think cults are fascinating. I yeah. think I find cults fascinating also because I find religion fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I, and And I think that people will disagree with me but i think most religions are cults you know if you look up like (laughs) she problematic (laughs) i am i'm a problematic babe i'm so sorry and that's not necessarily that it's a bad thing you know like if it's not harming you and it's not harming someone else like by all means like do your thing live your life but i just think that there is a very fine line but what between what we consider a religion and what we consider a cult and why so i think it's interesting but yeah. I don't Sounds know that like I would say that. We have the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I I think that, you know, I don't know that I would call astrology either a religion or a cult. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's why we have terms within the realms of like spirituality yeah. for that. Because I do think that it can just be 
a for funsies thing. Oh, but for a lot of people, it's not. Yeah. So that's true. But I agree with you, and I, I think it really comes down to what you said earlier. Just it being what you make it, like it, you know, whatever you put into it, whatever you get from it is what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, girl. That really turned into a lot. (laughs) I mean, it was good, though. (laughs) It was good. All right, so tell me your final thoughts on it. Hmm. Okay, my final thoughts are that we create these um, ideas of people based on a single word, based on traits that are very vague, um... And I think it makes us feel comfortable. It makes it puts us in a community with people who we feel are like us, which makes us feel less alone. And I think that's mm. true for a lot of different labels. So I don't think that I think that horoscopes are just another label um, when it really comes down to it. Um, being a scientist, I can't really understand like the evidence behind it or I can't see the evidence behind it so I I can't believe it as wholly and as like deeply as a lot of people do um so you know I think it's really based on what you want to get from it and what you're looking for when it comes to horoscopes what do you think what are your final thoughts my final thoughts are that inherently I don't see anything wrong with it, you know? I don't I don't see anything wrong with it being a way for the queer community to find sameness and understanding and how we relate to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's okay that some people have a very surface level of it, understanding of it, and it's just the icebreaker. And I think that's very okay. And... Um, I also think that, you know, the same with everything that you find yourself in, the same with labels, the same with religions, the same with belief systems, you know, through all of it, just try to, like, make sure that you know your identity outside of that, you know, you know your identity outside of being a Gemini and outside of someone creating a narrative for you, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, create a narrative for yourself, and if you already have that narrative and you just want to fuck around and, like, be like, look, I'm a Gemini through and through, like, fuck (laughs) y'all, then, like, do it, because, like, life is too short to, like, get caught up in not wanting to, like, enjoy the little, the little small quirky things that we, we have. Yeah. So, but, like, just don't be out here joining cults and shit. Just, you know, I mean, earlier you said there's nothing wrong with cults. No, I said that cults aren't inherently, like, murdery. Mm. Like. Oh, no, y'all. Listen back. I think, okay, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with cults if they aren't destructive to yourself or other people. There you go. If you want to run around in a field full of flowers and daisies and, like, forget that other things exist, I guess, like, go for it. But if then you, like, start having to work 15 to 16 hours a day 
and said farm naked under the brutal hot sun like no maybe you shouldn't do that oh that sounds great that sounds great for you yeah okay, naked summer it's the being naked part that stuck with you yeah i mean that's all you really have to say you know Alyssa. yes juliet just gonna make sure that you're not exposed to any cults that <laughs> make people walk around naked all the time because i'm a little concerned how are you going to do that juliet I don't know. We'll yeah. figure it out. Can't keep me locked up. You're right. Locked up, they won't let me out. That's beautiful. Alright. <laughs> okay. So Okay. We just wanted to thank you guys for staying up with us. We wanted to remind you guys to vote. Stay educated. And get some sleep. Vote that motherfucking Cheeto at the office, yo. Vote Mike Pence and his fly head ass out the motherfucking office. Please. Please, please, please. Please, please, please. Anyway, thank you for staying up with us. We are going to bed, um, actually, this time. And um, remember to follow us on all the things. Follow us on Instagram at BTT Podcast. Um, and let us know what you think about this episode or any other episodes that you've listened to. DM us or write a review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know your sign. Let us know your sign <laughs> on Apple Podcasts if you want and on Instagram. Um, yeah. Five stars only, though, please. Five stars only. Five stars only. Um, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And yeah, so we'll see ya. It is. Yeah. I am Juliet the Gemini signing off. And I'm Alyssa the Libra at this bitch. Bye. Bye. Bye.